0: Okay, welcome everybody to this episode of The Oodcast. It is a special episode where we do a quiz and that. Life is not the name of the game when you're listening to The Oodcast. It's the regeneration game because it's a clever pun. It's my turn to welcome you to this quiz. Did I mention that it is a quiz? We will be answering questions. Well, I won't because I will be answering them, asking them
1: down
0: Chris Alpha by either way
1: You spoke,
0: we listened and then we ignored you It is the return of the Regeneration
1: Game Good good game, good good, good game Hey!
0: So, (laughs) let's introduce ourselves Um, Well, I am your host for this evening I am Chris Alpha Hello and uh, sitting over there looking a little bit frightened is our oldest contestant at... Or twenty-two? Yeah. Um <laughs> Andrew from London. Hello. Uh, hello. I've got my I've got my kazoo. <sighs> Over in that corner is one half of the terrifying duo. Uh Laura. Hello. Hi. He is our third and final contestant. Hello, Chris. Amazing. Brilliant. Let's move straight on with round one, which is called the Ood One Out Round.
2: Which one is the, old? the old one right. Out? Out,
1: out,
0: which one it is? It's really quite simple. I will read out the name of something from the Doctor Who universe and two or three other things that are linked, in, linked to it in some way. All you have to do is identify the odd one out or the ood one out, depending on whether you think the pun has gone on for too long already. Um, so, for example, I could say Winnie the Pooh, Attila the Hun, the Daleks and Jabba the Hutt. Anyone know the answer?
2: Winnie the Pooh because he's never killed anybody.
0: The answer is the Dalek because the other three all share a middle name. Oh! Well, the. Can okay. I
2: just rescind my guess of Winnie the Pooh, even though I know it wasn't correct, because I think he may have accidentally squashed a bee in his search for honey. So he could actually be a mass murderer. It wasn't
3: on record if, it, if he did. It was never mentioned there was That's never true. a bit where like... Tigger and Eeyore yeah. had to bury the body of a squashed insect Scurred that Winnie had <laughs> a
2: hundred acre wood I, oh. either way
3: I'm not
0: sure we want to court controversy quite so early by accusing you know, I heard accusing he drinks, him drinks him fermented master. mare's milk question one your four possible odd ones out are a lead oud pe- out oud one out Ood. yes your four items are a lead pencil an English horn the Beard of Brian Blessed
3: and the Reverend Arnold Golightly. Uh, will I need to get the right answer and also the reason why, or could I just take a guess at it if I don't know? You can take a guess at it. You will get a bonus point for giving me the reason. Okay, that's good. I will say... The Reverend Arnold go lightly is the wrong answer.
0: Oh. The Beard of Brian Blessed is the ood one out because the rest are all things that are not what their name suggests they are. A lead pencil is filled with graphite, not lead. An English horn is neither English or a horn, but a French alto oboe. And the Reverend Arnold Golightly turned out to be a giant Um, alien
3: wasp. Oh, Oh, yes. I was going to say the master. It always turns out to be the master normally, doesn't it? Laura, your question. Your four items are a coat hanger,
0: hair straighteners, skipping rope, and a light bulb.
2: All of them are objects which could feasibly be removed from somebody at an A&E. Uh skipping rope because that's got more textile in it
0: than the others it is the wrong answer it's, it's interesting logic though they are all items that were part parts on the original design for the junk TARDIS and the doctor's daughter, uh, Doctor's wife except for the light bulb there were no lights on that design as far as I could see so. okay Andy yours yeah. is the obviously the easiest one thanks <laughs> um, your four items are the TARDIS William the Conqueror Richard Reed's shoes and a beached whale in Florence, Oregon, in 1970. Can somebody help me here with Richard Reid?
2: Uh, he's the shoe bomber. Ah. He tried to blow up a plane with his feet.
3: Of course.
4: Well, I know the TARDIS was in Doctor Who.
3: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was, wasn't it? I think. Right, shall we just check that on Wikipedia? Was the, was the TARDIS, <laughs> TARDIS ever? Did the TARDIS ever appear in an episode of Doctor Who? Define appear. What, did it appear on screen at any point?
0: Fleetingly, maybe. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay.
3: okay yeah, yeah. Thanks. It, it did.
0: Uh, Richard Reed's shoes. Uh, a beached whale. wear. In, f- in Florence, Oregon. So that's the USA. Oh. In the year nineteen hundred and seventy. Andrew. Okay.
4: Well, that predates me. Okay.
0: Gosh. Narrows it down. But not. He hasn't said that about William the Conqueror, though. William the
4: Conqueror. Um, I
2: know what it is. I know hang
4: what on, it hang is. On, hang too. Hang on <laughs> Tardis,
0: shoes, whale he... I'm going to say I'm going to say William the Conqueror uh, Is the wrong answer The answer is Richard Reed's shoes Because they are the only thing on the list That did not explode When did William Conqueror explode? The William, okay, while he was awaiting burial um... uh.
2: <laughs> I know this one he, he put him in a special coffin yeah. And he, he was, exploded halfway He down was slightly too
0: round for his coffin So um, some bishops tried to prod him into the tomb that they'd prepared for him, and he promptly exploded. Um, That is brilliant. The TARDIS exploded in the Big Bang, obviously, Mm -hmm. and the beach whale was blown up in an attempt to dispose of its rotting carcass.
2: Excellent. (laughs) You mean to
0: spread it around a bit more? (laughs) So that was a thoroughly successful round one. I'm not even sure. if uh, Did somebody score a point? No one did. And I'd
3: just like to say point of order. The TARDIS... Uh, It was retcon, time was reset and it never exploded.
2: And I would just like to say that I know a girl who went for a picnic by a dead whale and saw somebody fall into its orifices. Nice. and get stuck with just his hands poking out, <laughs> They had to get a crane to retrieve him from the whale's orifice.
3: You can imagine seeing your friend walking along the top of the whale and then suddenly just disappearing down. It's
4: the fact that you said orifice is plural, which worried me It's like now I'll try this one now it was
3: it was it was the whale's vagina no it yes. was it was the whale's yes, vagina it's
2: true. and he was very stuck <laughs>
0: yeah. okay, okay. He, he lived so yeah. So let's move on to round two, which is the Littlest Doctor's Description Round.
2: He's the Littlest Doctor. He's the Littlest Doctor. He's the Littlest Doctor.
0: I met up with the Littlest Doctor last week um, and asked him to describe three things. Three, In fact, there are three monsters that he has come across in his adventures and you need to identify what he's talking about. Laura, you will be going first. So excellent. this is what the Littlest Doctor had to say about the first monster.
1: It look, This looks like a um, a knight with a
2: very thick, bony plate on its face. <laughs> I <laughs> Any idea? think that that is the Sycorax. Am I right? Am I right? I know I'm right.
0: Let's ask the Littlest Doctor.
2: The answer is a Sycorax. Yes, I am the best. <laughs>
3: Well done, Laura. Can I just say at this point that I knew she could do it. I believe in her. Thanks. Good. That's all right. Well, okay, Andy. Hello. Yeah. You are up
0: next. Let's see what the Littlest Doctor picked for you.
1: Um, it looks like a octopus. The inside of an octopus tentacle, and the skins are wrinkly, and the eyes are down like a Chinaman, and um. I don't, I have no idea what it's holding. It's like a
4: crystal or something. The littlest doctor was just saying random words. It looks like the inside of an octopus. An octopus tentacle. I tentacle. Yeah. Octopus tentacle. Inside of an octopus tentacle.
3: And it holding... had slanty eyes like a Chinaman. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Slanty eyes. <laughs> octopus tentacle. Holding a crystal.
2: Is it really obvious?
4: Yes. yes. I mean, it's so hugely <laughs> obvious.
3: The most obvious thing. Can,
2: shall we give you a clue? Yes, please. Oh gosh, no,
4: that's
0: really obvious.
3: That wasn't a clue. That was just <laughs> you saying the word. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> no, it woo doesn't.
0: And, well, and, the and the just just, just, the, j- well, just to make fr- sure, I'm fairly sure
3: she was giving a clue to the wrong answer. Okay, no way. good.
0: <laughs> so it's not a nude then, obviously. No, it's not.
3: That was his. That was. I thought it was a nude. Inside Is that hour, your guess? Christmas?
0: Your time is running out, Auntie. Uh, there were no time limits before. It's something but there to do with the Zygons, because they had suckers on them, didn't they? And they had
4: quite slanty eyes. Is that your answer? If you squint. No. I'm... I have no idea.
0: Really? You're not even going to guess? I don't know.
1: The answer is... A
4: Zygon. Oh, no! I oh, should have just
0: guessed it! He doesn't get that, right? Because no, he said no, it wasn't his guess. He guess. doesn't, guess that. He doesn't <laughs> get that because he said uh, it wasn't. Cool.
4: Can I just do what Blackout of the Third did? No. Where he walks out of the room and goes, Oh, God, no! And he walks back in again. Oh,
1: that's a
0: Dalek. Chris, that's yours.
1: <laughs> I wonder.
3: Oh, <laughs> um... Do I, I guess... Now you've got to describe a Dalek see okay, if it's um, the same description. Um... <laughs> Could it be a Dalek? That's not my guess, though. Um, (laughs) Ah, what looks like a Dalek? Um, Quark. No, wait,
0: uh, Dalek. Let's see what the littlest doctor said.
1: The answer is a Dalek. Duh. Score!
3: (laughs) We all, we all... Oh, no, sorry, Andy didn't. No, no, Andy is
0: the one person that didn't score in that round. Got it right, though, didn't I? (laughs) But... Uh, you get your chance to, well, not exactly pull some points back, but get some pride. Yeah. Because we. I, I have especially brought with me today, um, just as a treat to you, my my special supercomputer, um, which works out personality traits. Mm. So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you five questions. You should answer in a clear yes or no, so the computer can hear your answer. Mm. It will then work out and print you out a sheet that tells you which doctor you are. Mm. Oh, I like that. I wish I had that when I was younger. So, Andy, your five questions are these. Remember yes or no, okay? Mm -hmm. Or Zygon, that would (laughs) be a third option. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's never going to be his real answer. Okay. Okay. You are almost never late for your appointments. (laughs) No. You like to be engaged in an active and fast-paced job. No. You enjoy having a wide circle of friends. Yes. Yes. You feel involved when watching TV soaps. No. You are usually the first to react to a sudden event, i.e. the telephone ringing or unexpected questions. Yes. Okay, right, we'll just give it a minute to print out what you are. Uh-huh. And here we are. There is Ooh, your answer.
4: Hello, Andrew. It says it's here, hello, Andrew, you are the fourth doctor,
0: which is absolutely right. That's pretty good. Well done, Andrew. That is an amazing machine. Well, you know, I have a lot of spare time and The Littlest Doctor does have a lot of spare parts lying around. I'm just worried about all the smoke. It, it'll be fine. I am I mean, I have had it plugged in for longer than normal. So, you know, we'll see what it does. I'm sure it'll keep working. OK, let's move straight on to our third round, which is called Ood or Dude. Who
2: said this thing? Was it the Ood? Or was it a do
0: In this round, there is a special envelope. Or I'd say maybe I should call it my golden bucket of oud fun. I'm not sure what oh, that I'm not means. sure you should call <laughs> it your golden <laughs> bucket of oud fun. <laughs> you don't want
2: to get arrested.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I have an envelope, a special golden envelope. There you go. Um, which <laughs> contains 12 quotations. Six of them were said by ooze, and six of them were said by not ooze. So what you will have to do is dip your hand into the envelope, produce one of these, and then read it out and guess whether it is said by an ooze or whether or it is said by an oud. So Andrew, would you like to put, put your hand in and grab a quote? Do you take milk and sugar? Ooods! I'm guessing ooze. Oh, you
3: are correct. Well done. Amazing. Christopher. Thank you. Knowledge speaks, but wisdom listens. If an ood said that, it would have to be one of those free oods from the later portion of the season. Um dude. It
0: is dude. It was said by Jimi Hendrix.
3: Nice. Mm-hmm. He was no, a dude. Yeah,
2: apparently. Have a nice day. Okay, now this is the kind of thing that Oods would say a lot, but I'm just gonna say it was some generic service station employee <laughs> who didn't really mean it. So, dude.
0: It's Ood.
2: Oh, drat.
0: The
4: circle must be broken. That's Ood. It's actually...
0: Uh oh. Yeah,
3: it's Ood. Yeah. (laughs) Do or do not, there is no try. That is dude and it's Yoda. It is indeed both of those things. Well done, Chris.
2: I am the sin and the temptation and the desire and the pain and the loss. And also... Lonely things that are not good. I think that was the ood, but speaking through them—that was the beast speaking through the ood. So I think Laura's absolutely. I don't know like if I should say that's the ood or the dude because technically it was just the oods being manipulated through a psychic field. Oh,
0: you think I put a trick question in?
2: I'm just gonna say ood.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a trick question. It was the ood. Well done. <laughs> this is really worrying now. Okay. <laughs>
4: In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. That's a
0: dude, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know which dude it was?
2: Is it Gandhi?
0: No. Oops. Martin
3: Luther King Jr. Martin but you know, King. you should not have delayed. Ood. Yes. Damn. Is this that is in the weird. one in the last episode? The oh, end oh, of last time. Yeah. Tenth yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Laura.
2: Life is pleasant. Death is peaceful it's the transition that's troublesome uh, I think that's a dude
0: it is it's Isaac Asimov uh. Andy
4: that file is irrelevant sir I think that's I think that is the Ood at the beginning of Planet of the Ood it is he, yes. he asks him to get a
3: file and the Ood gets it but then he kills him you may not be interested in war but war is interested in you Ood it's a dude it's oh. Leon Trotsky I'm all, I'm awful <laughs> <laughs>
0: I shall not
2: waste my days in trying to prolong them. I bet that was somebody Roman or something.
0: More or less, Ian Fleming.
2: He is pretty (laughs) Roman.
0: (laughs) Okay, at at the end of that round, I'm still not sure what the score is, but well done, all of you.
2: Did you know Ian Fleming loved a good hyper
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he did. Lovely warm floors. (laughs) (laughs) So round four is whose haiku is this?
2: Clever Alpha reads, Ood's play, guess the haiku round. It is not that hard.
0: In which I have picked six haikus that I have written that have either already appeared on the website or in recording or haven't even, the ones I've written about Doctor Who episodes. You have to guess the episode from the haiku.
3: Could it be anywhere in the history of Doctor Who?
0: No, just in the new series, so from 2005 onwards. Thank you, Alf. Pleasure. So, we'll start with Laura. Creatures forced to serve potential owners to their drinks. They just want to sing.
2: Well, that's some sort of jolly old dude. Probably Planet of the Ood.
0: It is Planet of the Ood.
2: Check me out in my glory.
0: Andrew. (laughs) Yeah, Underground remains, revived to touch and evolves. Hates self and destructs. Dalek. It is Dalek. Chris. Man recaptures youth, but finds too much in his genes. Killer vibrations. Lazarus experiment. It is.
3: <laughs> too much in his genes.
0: Sorry. <laughs> it's quite alright. Um, Laura. Hero helpless, but popular opinion saves. Old foe forgiven.
2: Is it the sound of drums?
0: It's close. The one,
2: the one after that. The I'll one give with you that
0: the... because it is part of the same story. It's the last of the tieboards, yes. Yeah. Andrew. Old friends return to take oily chips off menu. Boom worse than his bite. That's school reunion. It is school reunion. Chris. Pond drifts to wrong stream. Avoids kindness till rescue. Love regained and left. The girl who
3: waited. Yeah.
0: Yes. Wow. Okay, these really aren't very difficult, are they?
3: <laughs> I think we're <laughs> hyper-intelligent. <they're> <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think they're difficult, but we're hyper-intelligent. Okay. so or they're easy. <laughs> one, of, one of the two.
0: Okay, Loz, it's your turn to talk to the computer and work out what doctor you are. Brilliant. So, same, same, <laughs> <alumni>. <laughs> same system as Andy. Um Just answer the five questions with yes or no in a cloud. Is one of them,
2: do you have a nice bum? Because if so,
0: I could be David Tennant. Uh, I don't think it is, but... um, Your five questions in a loud, clear voice, please. You are more interested in a general idea than in the details of its realisation. No. Strict observance of the established rules is likely to prevent a good outcome. Yes. It is difficult to get you excited. No. It is in your nature to assume responsibility. Yes. You often think about humankind and its destiny. Yes. Okay, we'll just give it a minute to stop Glowing pumping like out that. those <laughs> flames like
4: that. I can the asbestos because that does protect it from bursting into flames.
0: I'm sure the littlest doctor had a reason for putting the bits on. Why the bits is that did. light flashing? Um, mm-hmm. it, because it's working. Is work like that the working yeah. light? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, here we go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I am the 10th Doctor.
0: Hooray. We knew that. Well, now you can experience that bottom at first hand. Study. And second. And hand second know. hand. I'm
4: experiencing <laughs> it right now. And look, you're ruffling your hair.
0: So, right. Now, round five, we're going to start stealing quest- um, ideas from other game shows. And we're going to have a round of Swanee so this involves obviously the two most musically gifted ones of the group to step forward and grab either the Swanny whistle or kazoo that's Chris and Andy please. <laughs>
3: okay. I've got a kazoo. We totally are the most gifted musical members of the group. Well, I'm It's a bit
4: like in the Beatles, isn't it, when they were asked is, is Ringo the best drummer in the world? And one of them replied, "No, he's not even the best drummer
0: in the Beatles." It 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 is just like that. I'm...
3: Can I do the
0: kazoo? You can fight between yourselves. (laughs) Andy, are you you wedded to the kazoo? That explains his singleness in later life. (laughs) What I'd like you to do is using the swanny whistle and the kazoo to create the Doctor Who theme tune. I can hear people in the listening universe uh, complaining that we did a music round in the Oodcast without Laura. So um, I think we should uh, move on to, well, let's do an extra round of one song to the tune of the Doctor Who theme tune, in which, Laura, I would like you to sing the words of A Whole New World from the Disney film Aladdin to the tune of the Doctor Who theme tune. Whenever you're ready.
2: I can show... You the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, now when Did you last let your heart decide I can open your eyes Take (laughs) you by wonder and by wonder overside. And
0: under <laughs> on a magic carpet ride. Ah, oh, well done. Okay, the, the, the next round will give vent to our contestants' acting skills because we are going to play a round of sound charades like on a popular Radio 4 game show. So obviously, Sound Charades is a now legendary game in the Doctor Who universe. It's become a favourite on the galactic sporting calendar in its own right. It's based on the former Earth television favourite Give Us a Clue, and the undisputed expert in the game was, of course, the Merker. And who could possibly forget the wonderful sight of him achieving maximum points after the team's barely needed seconds to recognise his spearhead from space before he returned to his seat and waited with barely concealed excitement to take in the full two minutes of the cyber controller's silver nemesis. <laughs> so you will have to divide into the, the characters that you normally play in the podcast. So it'd be Rory and the doctor, Rory and Amy and doctor and Amy. So we will start with one for Chris to guess, um, which will be, it'd be the doctor and Amy. So it's Andy and Laura. And for the listeners at home, here is the mystery voice to tell you what Chris should be guessing for.
1: Ghost tonight. Ghost night!
2: Doctor, you know I said there was something I'd like to
4: talk to you about. I'm terribly busy, you know. That toaster has been looking at me longingly for several millennia, just asking for a good old rewiring. I'm hoping I could pick up the latest series of Venusian Big Brother on it at this time.
2: Whatever. It's about my bedroom. Well, mine and Rory's bedroom.
4: Oh! Oh, and what's wrong with it?
2: Aside from the bunk beds?
4: It switches to hammocks on Friday nights, you know, as a treat.
2: Yes, that's impressive. But the problem is that it's really dark and there's only one light switch in the room. It's really hard to get back into a hammock with no light to help you. Could you give us a switch nearer the bed at least?
4: Oh, I can do better than that.
2: Really? (laughs)
4: Yeah, here you go! One lamp!
2: Really? That's a lamp?
4: Yeah, just the thing for a hammocky Friday night. It's even shaped like a ghoulish apparition to help with scary stories. Thanks. You're
0: welcome. Chris, any idea what that could have been?
3: I believe it's the uh, Sylvester McCoy classic Ghost Light.
0: Hooray! Well done, Chris.
3: So Andy and Chris
0: will perform this for Laura to guess whenever you're ready. Oh, no, hang on. For the mystery voice, uh, for the people at home listening, here is the mystery voice to explain what Laura should be guessing.
1: The girl complex. The girl complex.
4: Doctor, what are you doing? Just, you know... Lording what? You know, lording it over all of time and space. I'm like a bow tie, Twisted. No, cool. I'm so very cool. I could do anything I like. Love that feeling, you know, when there's absolutely nothing in the universe I can't do. I could rewrite time completely if I wanted. I could squash any puny human I wanted if I was so inclined. But why would you? For the larks! Because I can. Hmm, doesn't sound like you. I could even make sure the Earth really was created by mice as part of a grand experiment. You know, if I wanted to. Yeah, it must be fun. Fun? Fun? You don't know the meaning of the word until you've held the life of millions and trillions of people in your hand day in, day out. It's brilliant, that!
2: Um, okay. So, originally I thought it would be something about... Return of the Time Lords or something like that. But then it sounded like he was getting a bit above himself. So I think it might be the God Complex. <gasps> yeah. You are amazing.
4: Well, I thought then. you were going to say Zygons.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, no, not even you would say the Zygons, Andy. Even if that was, even the, if it was the right answer. Okay, so this is for Andy to guess. Yeah. So Rory and Amy, uh, Laura and Chris. Oh, and for the people listening at home. Here is the mystery voice to tell you what Andy should be getting.
1: Seeds of doom!
2: Seeds of doom!
3: Amy, can you help me for a moment? What is it? This. A flower pot. It's not just a flower pot. I, I planted something in it a few weeks ago. I've kept it watered and stood it in a place that gets plenty of light and doesn't get too cold or anything, and nothing. Oh. Any suggestions?
2: Well, have you still got the packet?
3: Yes, um, here it is.
2: Ah, uh, I know what the problem is. What? You can't grow plants out of these, Rory. Only landmark first-person futuristic shoot-em-up video games from the early 90s.
3: Oh, I see. Andy. <laughs> I think he's going to have to know what the landmark futuristic yeah, shoot-em-up is. from the early 90s is.
4: Is this from all of Doctor Who, including yes. the classics,
3: Yes, yes.
0: It, well, I'll narrow it down for you. Yeah. It's from classic Doctor Who.
2: It's not
4: Terror of the Zygons, is it? No, it's not. Um,
2: <laughs> think of the flower pot.
4: Mm,
3: I, I what must. do you put in a flower pot, Andy? I think it's the Seeds of Doom. It Yay! is the Seeds of Doom. <laughs> because
4: when you said watering it and stuff, it reminded me of that really chilling scene in the in the room in the house where the man is tied to the bed and he's being fed.
3: And the It was either that or mm. Seeds of Wolfenstein 3D. <laughs> <laughs> or or that the was, flowerpot man. That, that was clearly a mouthful, so I wasn't going to go with
0: that. Um, well done. I, I gave that to you, obviously, because it's the one you talk about the most. Mm. Quite right, too. Oh, well, I thought you'd get it quicker. Um, right, OK, well, I'm let's...
4: scarred by the, the earlier Zygon thing.
0: <laughs> well, right, the only person that has not done... The Witch Doctor You quiz is Chris Sigma. So, Chris, are you, are you ready to... Um, if you can see me through this cloud of dense smoke, um,
3: did, I, I'm not sure what's wrong with it, but I think we should carry on and see if we can make it work. The screen seems to be saying danger in about six different languages. Is that all right?
0: That's, that's normal. Okay. That's fine, yeah. So, right, loud, clear voice, just yes or no, and it should work it out. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Okay. You believe the best decision is one that can be easily changed. Yes. Objective criticism is always useful in any activity. Yes. You prefer to act immediately rather than speculate about various options. No. <laughs> okay, this is now making a funny noise, but we'll carry on. You trust reason rather than feelings. No. You are inclined to rely more on improvisation than on careful planning. Yes. Okay, well, let's see what happens. That um, It is
3: printing... Uh, there you go. That is your...
2: A bit fell off.
3: Yeah. Hello, Chris Sigma. You are Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <laughs> <sighs> Knew it. Well,
0: I thought it was making funny noises. Sorry, Chris. Um, never mind. Okay, let's go straight on to round seven. <laughs> At least Which... I'm a bong girl. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, it's... So I am going to ask you a question and you will have to come up with the most obscure correct answer to win, well, to to get into the second question.
3: So it's the answer that, while being correct, will be the one that is the least obvious. Yes. Just from our American listeners who maybe haven't seen Pointless.
0: That's fine. Okay. So, for our American listeners and... One of our contestants. <laughs> um, okay, so question one. Um, uh, the, remember, the objective, Andrew, is to name the most obscure correct answer you can. Yeah. Name a Doctor Who
3: companion that has travelled in the TARDIS. Adam. Zero! No! <laughs> Woo! That's the best it can be. Um, well, what's the
2: name of that ginger one who's actually a cyborg and keeps trying to kill him?
3: It's not a cyborg, <laughs> he's just from another planet. Turlough. Turlow. Turlow, Turlow. Turlo is your answer. Yeah. 21. Okay, And Andrew?
0: Mine is chameleon Chameleon
2: Oh, tits, can I change it? No
0: Two (laughs) Only two The winner will be based upon this final round Ooh Oh my days What, the winner of the whole episode? Yes, the winner of the whole quiz Zygons So it's not Andrew (laughs) (laughs) So the, the last round is called Defend the Indefensible Can you do it?
1: Can you do it?
0: No, I will give each of you a statement And you will have to defend it as strongly as you can for 20 seconds um, Without hesitation, repetition No, or... you can hesitate as much as you like But <clears throat> that will not help you win, just so you know The best one will win uh, So that requires filling up as much of your time as possible But not going too far over And um, giving as strong an argument as you can Chris, as you won the last I did, round, yeah. would you like to go first? Sure. <laughs> Chris, your statement that you have to defend is the BBC should hand over the entire Doctor Who budget to the Merlin team as it is clearly the best thing on TV. And your time starts... Now,
3: well, obviously, uh, Merlin is uh, is a um, a story that has gone back thousands of years, and uh, they are the Merlin team have made it really kind of boring and awful. And I think it would be interesting to try and make you know see if they could do that with Doctor Who as well, time's uh, which was obviously such a brilliant <laughs> It would be an interesting social experiment, is what I'm saying. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Um Laura, your statement to defend is David's tenants bum repulses me and your time starts. Now.
2: The gluteus maximus is the largest muscle in the body. Most of my essay is about how muscles really don't make a the man. Therefore, David Tennant's bum is nowt but a flabby packet of flesh, and that is something which is only suitable for sealing in a little plastic container rather than trying to consume out of desire. Is that all right?
0: Okay, Andrew, your statement, which you have 20 seconds to defend, is fear her is definitely the worst thing that has ever happened to (laughs) Doctor Who, and your time begins... Now,
4: I think that it's uh, fair to say that Fear Her is definitely the worst thing that ever happened to Doctor Who because it um, had a really poor reaction from the fans. And Of course, the fans, as we know, are the barometer of the success of the series. And therefore, their reaction is always right. And your time is up.
3: Okay. I think it was being sarcastic. I think there was a heavy veil of sarcasm. No, I always talk in that tone, floating over that in the same way as those <laughs> dark clouds are floating over this recording set.
0: It, it is true. You said that in the same tone as you said, "Well, it's definitely not the Zygon." <laughs> Zygons, Zygons, Zygons. Okay, well, this is really difficult then. Who would you give it to?
3: Chris Sigma. What? Oh
0: really?
2: No. He went over. With his
4: only salient points yeah. Mine, mine was, was timed exactly Within the
0: parameters Well, we you, were a, you were a second short
3: I think we can only go with the uh, answer That, that the judge has I think the judge's choice is final yeah, go Well on, the,
0: the only person the judge hasn't Pointed to so far is Andrew So I will claim Andrew the winner
3: <laughs> Yes Of yeah, well the deserved. entire
0: competition Ooh, I'm the best Do you want me to give you a receipt for that Yes please Okay well, as the psychic paper of fate fools the door guard of destiny once more and the murker of time smears its paint all over the sea-based walls of eternity, we notice that it's time for us to go and do something far more constructive with the rest of our evening. So from me, Chris Alpha. Me, Chris Sigma.
2: Me, Laura Sigma.
0: And me,
4: the winner. Good night and bye, <laughs> Yes. Yes. Bye. One.